This is The Spot, a BYU-Idaho radio production where we talk about what you're talking about. Today's hosts are Soraya Bosted and Natalie Lundquist. The views and opinions of this podcast are not that of BYU-Idaho radio or the university and are solely the opinions of the hosts. Hi, welcome back to BYU-Idaho Radio, the Spot Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Natalie Lundquist, and I'm here with my co-host, Soraya Bosted. We're so happy to have you guys here this week. Unfortunately, we did lose one of our hosts, Cameron, but we will try and make this podcast just as fun without her. (laughs) No offense, Cameron. So this week, we kind of want to just go over our firsts. Um... I kind of wish we had a guest for this week, but yeah, it would be fun. But it was kind of a last-minute topic, but so I think the first one we should go over is first pet. What was your uh, first pet, Soraya? So it was probably some fish or something, but like the first pet that I remember was a miniature Doberman pincher Aww. named Princess Chloe, and she was kind of a brat, <laughs> but I loved her because <laughs> she was like our first dog. There you go. And she was sweet, but Aww. she was kind of a brat. I feel like all dogs kind of are at some point. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, I feel that. My my first like official pet of mine was a fish that lasted like two days. Um the first pet I remember is it was more of my brother's pet until he went on his mission than I took care of it. It was our dog that we got back in two thousand seven. It's a little uh, King Charles Spaniel. Her mm. name was Carmel. Um, she did actually pass away back in 2020, but she was like one of my best friends. She could definitely be a brat. I was the only one she ever bit, which I was kind of offended by, but <laughs> she was definitely super fun to be around. But I remember we um, we got her randomly. Like Nobody ever told me we were getting a dog. Like My brother knew because it was like his dog, but... They went to go get her. I was at a friend's house, and then I come home, and there's just a dog in the backyard. Just come home to a new family member. Yeah, it's fine. I was like, okay, <laughs> super fun. But I'm like, come on, guys. Next, I have uh, first best friend. Okay, so th- my first best friend was more of like kind of a forced friendship in like the okay. best way possible like our parents were friends and our moms became friends when they were both pregnant with gotcha. us and I was born first and then she was born 10 days after me uh, so like for the first like 10 years of our lives we were best friends until we eventually like moved away yeah stopped talking realized like oh you shoot know, I can have other friends you know life happened life <laughs> but she's great we I still like follow her on Instagram and our families are still friends but like She's not my best friend anymore. I think my first friend that, like, I made was my friend uh, Jillian, who I'm not, we're not really in each other's lives anymore, but she was my next door neighbor for the majority of my upbringing. So we would always, like, ride our bike in the cul-de-sac and, like, be at each other's houses, stuff like that, talk over the wall. Let's see, we're going to skip around on the list here. First crush. Oh my Let's gosh. Do, that. do I even remember my first crush? Oh my gosh. Okay, so it was probably. Oh my gosh. I don't remember his name, but it was in preschool. Okay. And he said we were going to get married. And I was like four or five, and I completely believed him until I found out he said it to another girl, too, in the preschool. 
That cheater. That two-faced liar. <laughs> to this day. Oh, my god. The funniest thing that's ever happened. In preschool? In that, preschool. Okay, still, that two-faced <laughs> little liar. If you're listening and out there, how dare you? I think that's hysterical. Oh, my god, <laughs> That is gosh. really funny, actually. In preschool. Two-timing people. That's funny. Wow. <laughs> what about you? So, okay. So, it's kind of the same thing. It's kind of a two-story type thing. So, <clears throat> there was this guy I kind of had a crush on. It was, like, third grade. But it wasn't, like, a crush. It was more so... He was really nice to me, and at that point, all the other guys in our grade were really mean to me, and so I was like, is this what love feels like? What? (laughs) But it's like, it was like around Valentine's Day, and you know, everyone's giving out their little Valentines. Nobody had given me one, and he came up and he gave me a bracelet, and I was like, oh, that's really sweet, and then... I have no recollection of him after that. <laughs> after that moment, I forgot he existed until high school. And we had, like, found each other on Facebook. And then we, like, set up a double date. And then he stood me up. And those are my only two experiences with that man. The two extreme sides the of the spectrum. The two extreme sides of the spectrum. I have no other experiences <laughs> or memory of that man. So I, like, am flipping through my yearbook. I see him. I'm like, ugh, no. Um, (laughs) But then my first real crush was probably in fifth grade. Um, And I, so in fifth grade, my mom worked for my school for a little bit. She was doing some of the theater program. And so I had to stay for safe key um, because I wasn't a part of that. And... (laughs) So there was this other kid in safety who was a grade younger than me. I remember his name exactly. I'm going to call you out. His name is Jesse Zerati. <laughs> and he had the most beautiful black emo Justin Bieber hair because fifth grade. And we would always like play this game, which wasn't really a game. It was more of us just chasing each other around the, the field. So we called it Vampires and Werewolves because he had long hair and I have sharp canines, so obviously. And it was just, like, really nice. He was, like, a best friend and a crush all in one. And I, like, was so just in love with this man. And then I moved on to sixth grade. He was still in elementary school. Neither of us had phones. (laughs) So we're like, okay. But then I actually did – I found him on Instagram – in high school and I DM'd him and it's like now we're like we don't talk all the time but it's like we have each other on socials mm-hmm. like we support each other I'll like comment on his post be like yeah go go you like you did that and he's <laughs> he'll comment on mine with the same thing and I'm like sick but <laughs> solid friendship right yeah <laughs> okay um first team sport Ooh. okay so I I wasn't a very athletic child ever ever so i'm gonna say even though it's not really a team sport the first like sport i officially did was track and field in like my sophomore year of high school okay but i was a thrower so i kind of was on the more individual side right like i wasn't on like the relay team or anything okay but like that was fun it was a fun like i liked the throwers and everything wait so what does a thrower do in track and field like shot put javelin discus okay Mm -hmm. cool but i just did shot put Okay, mm-hmm. that's cool. I couldn't. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I think 
don't know, because when I was growing up, I would do, like, I would, like, shoot hoops with my brother and stuff. And so I was kind of more on the athletic side because I was with my brother. But, like, both my sisters were dancers, so they were very athletic. Um, But I think my first team sport, if I'm remembering right, it was tennis. I did varsity tennis my sophomore and junior year of high school. And then I just – I didn't like the – I'm a very competitive person, but I did not like the competitive aspect Mm -hmm. of that sport. I like playing that sport for fun, and that may be a bias as to the fact that I'm not very good, Mm. but but I ended up not doing it my senior year, and but it it was fun while I did it. I did like it when I did it. First boyfriend. Okay, so... I was thinking about this and I was like, I don't think I've ever had a boyfriend. Liar. I did. Fifth grade for a month. His (laughs) name was Stevie. And yeah, my first boyfriend, I don't know how we ended up dating. We sat next to each other in science because my fifth grade was like split up into three. Like you had a science block, you had a language arts block, you had a math block. And you like stayed with the same like homeroom to go to all three of those blocks. Right. It was interesting um but his name was stevie we sat next to each other in science we ended up dating as you do when you're 10 11 right he got me a little tiger stuffed animal for valentine's day with a bunch of chocolates that is adorable and he was actually like very sweet but i was very lds and i was terrified at the fact of dating before i was 16 so i ended Ooh. it <laughs> Even though I was like 10, 11, like, why am I thinking so dramatic like that? It's 10, 11, you're not doing anything. You may have play dates every now and then, yeah. but farthest you'll go is you're holding hands yeah. at the playground. He was like, my first, like, handhold. I don't know why I was being so dramatic <laughs> about it. Like, I can't date before I'm 16. Like, okay, calm if down, honey. I hold honey. your hand, I might lose my spot in the celestial kingdom. Right? I, I was just, like, I can't. Like, I look back at it and I'm like, girl, it was not that deep. <laughs> It was not that deep. Oh, that's hilarious. Mm -hmm. That is so funny. Okay, if we're going that far back, I think the the first quote-unquote boyfriend I would have had was sixth grade. I do not remember his name, but I know we both liked each other. We never, like, said, like, yeah, you're my boyfriend or anything, but he drew me a picture of a panda bear. That was really good for a sixth grader, actually. <laughs> I was very impressed. I think I still have it. <clears throat> and because panda bears are my favorite animal. And I was like, oh, that's so cute. And ev- I just remember, like, everyone's like, oh, you like him. I was like, no, I don't. I'm like, we're just friends. <laughs> Liar. But I don't know. My first... I don't know. I've always had like situationships mm-hmm. where we're like, oh, I we like each other, but we're not going to put a label on mm-hmm. it because um, the dramatics and everything. Mm-hmm. But my first like official boyfriend was like, yeah, you're my boyfriend. And I'm going to change all these names because these happened in like the past like three years. But first official boyfriend was October of 2019. And it lasted two weeks. We're going to say his name was Jason. And Jason and I met on Mutual. And we were, like, hanging out a lot. It was really sweet. We dated for, like, two weeks. And we had, like, planned 
a couple's costume for like this Halloween party and then the day before the party he broke up with me like awesome wow thanks wow yeah so I I typically <clears throat> if I'm going through boyfriends I typically don't even count him because I'm like it was two weeks whatever okay so f- let's go with your first adult purchase like the first purchase you made on your own like big purchase you made on your own okay so first big purchase I made on my own was my Garmin watch and it wasn't that long ago actually it was I think I got it last year beginning of last year because I remember I'm like really big on like budgeting and looking at my finances and stuff like that and so I planned out for so long I did so much research on what watch to get and all this stuff and I decided on this one because it has not only does it have like um like step tracking and stuff like that but it tracks um your stress levels it tracks heart rate it tracks your sleep it and then within your sleep it'll also show you like if you went how long you were in light sleep deep sleep REM sleep um and then it also shows your movement throughout the night and so that's all great and then it also has a week-long battery life nice where it's like an Apple Watch, you have to charge it like once every 24 hours. So I'm like, okay, I'm getting that because I was looking at Apple Watches. But my my friend actually <laughs> turned me on to the Garmin. And I was like looking for so long, like, hey, how am I going to afford it and all this stuff? And I ended up waiting till I got my tax return. And I ended up buying it with my tax return and still having like $80 left over. So I'm like, nice. nice. <laughs> yeah. So my first adult purchase that I made by myself was either my AirPods, but those aren't really like big adult purchase. Mm-hmm. That was just me wanting headphones and I got paid enough one pay period. So I was like, right. I want them and I'll get them. Like, there you go. It's my money. I can do what I want with it. And I had been saving a ton. My big first big, big adult purchase was my MacBook. Okay. That I... I needed a new computer for school because I only had a Chromebook. And mm-hmm. in order to use, like, Adobe software, I couldn't have a Chromebook. I needed, like, an actual mm. computer. Right. So I talked to my parents about it, and they're like, if you feel like that's what you need to do, you can get it. So I got a MacBook, and I love my laptop very much. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have the same laptop that I've had since high school. But that will probably be, other than buying the car off my parents, that will be my next, like, big mm-hmm. adult purchase is a new laptop because it's getting to the point. It's it's crashing yeah. on me, and I'm just praying it holds out this last semester since I graduate in April. Oh, yeah. So that I can just wait until after I graduate to get a new one because I do not have the money for a new one right now. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. <laughs> What was your first concert? For one of my birthdays, my mom got me and my friend tickets so that I could, like, bring someone with me um, to an Elvis impersonation show. Oh. And her and I, me and my friend, love Elvis. Love him. Like, she's the only person I met that's on the same wavelength as me with him. We know every single one of his songs, all the words to them. And so we go. We're the only people under 40 there and we're like probably 17 or 18 and we're just belting out every single song and at one point 
the Elvis impersonator had the classic red satin scarfs that Elvis always had and he was giving them out to people and he kept looking at me and my friend and noticing that we knew every single one of the songs and so he ended up calling me up and like was singing to me and like gave me a red satin scarf and like kissed me on the cheek and then like afterwards he like autographed it and stuff such a fun memory oh my goodness so I never went to concerts growing up right like never never went to concerts growing up my first ever concert was this past summer and it was the Jonas Brothers because I bought my sister a ticket because they're her favorite band ever so I bought my sister the ticket because she was up here this summer staying with me because she had just graduated high school so she moved up here to get a job and go to school and then but she's like I want to go to the concert so I bought us the tickets the second they went on sale and she paid me back and that was my first ever concert I went to the Jonas Brothers with my sister that is so <laughs> and our fun. cousin how yep. old is your sister she's 19 now okay so okay so not that far off no. from OG Jonas Brothers era no, yeah. So we okay. were we were both around what during OG Jonas Brother era. But then she got into them like way, way later. Yeah. Like she got into them right before their comeback. Like eight oh, months before their comeback. Like she started to get into them and then they announced their comeback. Interesting. So it was crazy. It was a weird time. But That's she had gone to their previous concert in twenty nineteen in Seattle, up where we're from in Washington. Okay. And then they were doing an outdoor amphitheater tour because of the pandemic and everything Mm -hmm. so i just got us tickets in utah and we stayed at our aunt and uncle's house okay and we took our cousin with us i bought her a ticket too and yeah it was fun that's so fun see most young people now know the jonas brothers from like movies like mainly nick jonas Mm -hmm. with all the movies ogs know them from their original music yeah like the year 3000 oof Year 3000. What a banger. Burning Up. Oh, I know. Oh, my God. Love Bug. It was really fun. Any songs from Camp Rock. When they did, like, all their (laughs) old era stuff at the concert, it was so much fun. Oh, I bet. It's like when, when, like, the new sequels of our children's movies come out, like... Or, like, how the new Buzz Lightyear movie is coming mm-hmm. out. And it's going to be all the adults being so excited to go see it. And all the young people are like, what the heck is wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> or, like, when Incredibles 2 came out. Or or any of the new Cars movie or any of the new yeah. Toy Story movies. Yeah, like, the new Toy Story movie. I brought the kid I nannied to the new Toy Story movie because his mom just bought us tickets. And I had the time of my life. And he's like, I have no idea what's going yeah. on. Because he's five. So. Right. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's crazy. Funny. Okay. Um, so one I really like talking about is the first haircut mistake people have. Like the first like okay. mis- haircut like they wanted and they look back and they're like, oh, that was that was bad. Honestly, I don't know if I have one. Oh, Surprisingly. Lucky. So lucky. Because so I remember I'd say the only thing I regret is cutting my hair in the first place because my hair was down to like my belly button before I got my first haircut and then I cut it like all the way up to my collarbones because I just wanted to change and then after that I'd like let it grow then I cut it but I don't think I've ever had 
like a really bad haircut like I've gotten like short short like pixies and boy cuts and stuff and then I've had like bobs I've had it to my shoulders I've had it almost every length and like I've had bangs I actually uh, back in 2017 I just decided one day I'm like I want bangs and so I cut my own bangs and they actually turned out really cute and I'm so I'm like surprisingly I don't think I have one. And mm-hmm. that is my biggest flex in life. It should be. Never having a bad haircut. It should be. So I like to experiment with my hair. And my mom appreciates me experimenting with my hair and not doing something stupid. She says, she, I just like experimenting with my hair. So I've had everything. I've had bangs. My hair's been pink. Like, I love, love, love doing stuff with my hair. But... I think the biggest, like, hair mistake I ever made, I was 12. And it was before we really understood, because you can't really tell right now, but, like, I I do have, like, really naturally curly hair. Like, I have a naturally curly texture. We cut it like I had a straight hair texture, which would result in funky layering and such. So when I was 12, I wanted to donate my hair to Locks of Love. I had grown it out, everything. They did a bob to my chin after they had cut the ponytail and then layered it in the back. So it was kind of like a Karen haircut. I was 12. And then it goes curly. Mm -hmm. And so it's like an afro. Mm -hmm. It was, it looked horrible. I was so happy. But luckily, luckily my hair grows really fast. Mine too. So I only yeah. had that for like six, seven months before like it grew, it went away and I didn't have the like weird layering in the back. Right. But that was a fun time for me. Like I look back at pictures and I ha- still have baby fat at that point. Oh, no. So it like accentuated. So I looked like I was simultaneously five and 35. Like I should not have done that to my hair. Did you just keep it curly or did you just consistently straighten it so it wouldn't look as wonky? We would consistently, like, blow it dry with a round brush so it had, like, a curl to it. But it was also cut so short that, like, sometimes the curl just couldn't come out. Like, especially in the back because it was, like, the weird layering in the back, stacked in the back. It was weird and then like the difference between like my sixth grade picture and my seventh grade picture is so funny because my hair is long in my seventh grade picture and it's curly and the sixth grade picture it's short and straight and it looks it was it was a weird time like very different hairstyles I bet yeah I've never okay so I've only dyed my hair once Mm -hmm. my sister and I we just went and got box dye it was like a dark red Mm -hmm. and it ended up looking actually really good it took like two or three though to actually get the color to come out because we didn't bleach it or anything um and so it had like this nice like reddish purple tint under a certain lighting and so it's really cute but um I've never like bleached my hair because like this is my natural color um but when I end up getting married, I do want to, me and my boyfriend have talked about this, get silver highlights, Ooh. which will require bleaching. But that's kind of the... That'll be super pretty. Yeah. Like super, super yeah, pretty. Super pretty. So we'll see how that goes and if I'll have a, a new bad hair story to, to go for. Fantastic. But... <laughs> I think that looked good. 
Uh, do we want to do like one more first? Yeah, let's and then do wrap one more. It up? Okay, so mine. I think we should do your favorite first day of school. Okay. Like your first day of school that sticks out to you the most, I guess. Hmm. I think. I don't know. I think my favorite first day of school would be my probably my um either my first day of freshman year of high school or my first day of junior year of high school because so freshman year of high school I I'm not a very feminine person okay I wear a lot of guys clothes I don't really do my hair or makeup or nails or anything like that and I know that sounds odd because right now I'm wearing girls clothes and my nails are done but <laughs> um my first day of freshman year of high school I wore a button-up and a tie and I loved it so much and I still love doing that look but um I think that was fun because I'm like at that point obviously I'm nervous it's my first day of high school but at the same time I felt better because I one I had already had a friend there that I met at freshman orientation and then I just I felt good about how I looked Mm -hmm. which doesn't happen very often especially not back in high school it didn't and then my first day of junior year of high school my sister had just gone off for her first semester of college and we we didn't get along a ton growing up but at the same time it's like not having her there was really weird and she ended up like writing on my little whiteboard at in my room um before she left um just saying like hey have a first great day of junior year I'm gonna miss you a lot if you need anything let me know and I just started bawling Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so I like I think that was good because I think that I was having a hard time with her leaving as is and I think that was like kind of a push I needed to just be like okay it's okay like she's just gone for a little bit like you're not gonna lose her and then we actually ended up becoming better friends through her leaving and like us Mm -hmm. not living in the same house but I don't know what's yours mine would be it would be either I think it's my first day of my senior year of high school okay because My little sister was a freshman, so I had my sister up there with me. I had, at this point, a really good group of friends. Like, a really solid good group of friends, which, like, took me a couple years to build up that group through, like, some emotionally manipulative friendships and just issues. And I, like, had my best friend with me, who I'm still best friends with and roommates with to this day. Like, she's one of my favorite people in the world. And I don't know, it was just fun to have, like, to know this was my last year of high school and to, like, have a good group of friends, know all my teachers, like all my teachers, Mm. like all the classes I was taking. Like, I was I was ready to, like, take the year on and I was super excited to do it with, like, all the people by my side and everything. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Well, I think that's. That's all we yeah. have for our first. Thank you guys so much for, for tuning in and listening to our wonderful and crazy and <laughs> amazing and happy and sad stories. Uh, we figured that throughout our podcast, we would like to end 
each episode on a little positive or motivational quote to kind of just give you guys a little positivity for uh, the rest of your week and beginning of next week. And this week's quote is one by Andy Andrews, and it says, Life itself is a privilege, but to live life to the fullest, well, that is a choice. So keep that in mind as you're as you're taking your week on and we hope you guys have a great rest of your week and we will see you next time. See you. Bye. You've been listening to The Spot, a production of BYU-Idaho Radio. Today's hosts were Soraya Bostead and Natalie Lundquist. The views and opinions of this podcast are not that of BYU-Idaho Radio or the university and are solely the opinions of the hosts. This episode was edited by Natalie Lundquist. Producers were the hosts with supervision by Brandon Isle. Our theme music is Finding Happiness by DJ Quads and The Perpetual Taking of Time by Artificial Music. To listen to more episodes of The Spot, like and follow us on social media or visit our website byui.edu slash radio and click podcasts. Be sure to subscribe to the BYU-Idaho Radio podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get podcasts. And also leave a review of the show and leave a comment on what we should talk about next.